0: Slow Burn Media, an evergreen podcast presents Who Killed, a podcast that provides a voice for the voiceless. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Who Killed. I'm your host, Bill Huffman, and this is a Slow Burn Media, evergreen podcast and killer podcast production. On this week's episode, we're going to listen to the press conferences that just came out last night about the Alec Murdoch trial, and that is the case that has been taking place in South Carolina, which has pretty much gripped the nation. I'm not sure it necessarily is a case that is worthy of uh, much attention other than the fact that it's power gone crazy. Uh I think there are other cases out there that are more interesting. That's why I really haven't covered this one. This seems like power and greed just went and ran amok. So here we are in 2023 and this crime occurred in 2021 and we already have a verdict with a so-called prominent family in South Carolina. So let's listen in to the verdict and see what they say.
1: The defendant will rise. Uh, Madam Clerk, you may publish the verdict starting with the back, not with the. Docket number
2: 2022, gs 1500592, the state of South Carolina, county of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, in the term of 2022, July, the State versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, Defendant, Indictment for Murder, SC Code 16-3-0010, CDR Code 0116, guilty verdict, signed by the four lady. Docket number 2022-GS-15-00593, the State of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, the July term of 2022. The State versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, Defendant, Indictment for Murder, SC Code 16-3-0010, CDR Code 0116, Verdict Guilty, signed by the Four Lady, date 3-2-23. Docket number 2022-GS15-00595, the State of South Carolina, County of Colleton, Court of General Sessions, July Term 2022, the State versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, Defendant, Indictment for Possession of a Weapon During the Commission of a Violent Crime. SC Code 16-23-0490. CDR Code 0549. Verdict Guilty. Signed by the Foreperson of the Jury. Date 3-2-23. Docket Number 2022GS-15-00594. The State of South Carolina, County of Colleton, Court of General Sessions, July term, 2022. The State versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant. Indictment for possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. SC code 16-23-0490. CDR code 0549. Verdict guilty. Signed by the four person of the jury.
1: Three, two, twenty-three. Thank you, uh, Madam Forelady and members of the jury. If that is the verdict of each and every juror, please let it be known by raising your right hands. All right, thank you. Any individual polling requested? We do, not. All right, Madam Clerk, you'll need to individually poll the jury according to their jury juror numbers number
2: 193 was this your verdict yes sir is it still your verdict yes juror
0: two I'm sorry
2: juror 254 yes. is this your verdict yes is it still your verdict yes juror 326 was this your verdict yes is it still your verdict yes juror 6 juror 530 was this your verdict? Yes. Is this your verdict? Yes. Juror 544. Yes. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Juror 572. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Jura 578. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Jura 589. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Juror 630. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Jur 729. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Juror 826. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Jur 864. Was this your verdict? Yes. Is it still your verdict? Yes. Your Honor, the jury has That's been approved.
1: Thank you. The jury jury has been polled, and the verdict is a unanimous verdict. If you will bring the alternate juror out and have her uh, have a seat in the audience, please. You can stand there or you can sit back there whatever you prefer okay are there any post-trial motions
3: Not from the state your honor
1: we, we would just renew our previously um uh, argued
4: motions for a directed verdict and at this on, on the grounds <clears throat> on those grounds we would make a motion for a mistrial to set aside the verdict.
1: By the state, response. Your Honor, based on our previous
3: arguments, we would submit that the uh, case properly went to the jury and the verdict is proper and would rely on those arguments.
1: Right, we've been here now 28 days, um, first few days of jury selection, and the remainder receiving testimony, uh, a, an overwhelming amount of testimony, and evidence that was presented to the jury for the jury's consideration as i indicated to the jury during the jury charge or the charge on the law that this was a matter solely for jury the jury to determine Uh, the court found at the end of the state's case that there's sufficient evidence to find the defendant guilty if the evidence um, was believed by the jury uh, likewise, at the end of the, the uh, defense's case, when the motion was renewed, the court um, found that the evidence was sufficient for the jury to find the defendant guilty. The jury has now considered the evidence um, for a significant period of time, and um, the evidence of guilt is overwhelming and uh, I deny the motion. Mr. Murdoch, you now having been found guilty of two counts of murder involving your wife and your son, two counts of possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime, uh, the burden now comes upon the court to impose a sentence. Uh, given the lateness of the hour and the victims' rights that must be um, taken into consideration and complied with under the Victims' Bill of Rights, and consider what I would anticipate to be a number of people who might have something to say regarding sentencing we will defer sentencing to a later date. Of course, the um, minimum sentence for murder is 30 years. The maximum sentence is life imprisonment as to each count. And the, on the weapons charge, the sentence is up to five years or five years. Which has to be concurrent if a life sentence is imposed. When would you all like to uh, reconvene for sentencing? I would like to give everyone an adequate opportunity to prepare, prepare for it.
3: So it will be ready at nine thirty in the morning, John.
4: We could do it at nine thirty tomorrow morning, also.
1: All right. The. Um, the defendant is remanded to the custody of the um, Colleton County Sheriff's Department, and he may be taken away.
4: like being in a dorm environment in college late nights, cramming, studying little sleep away from our families, getting up early, getting here to the courthouse, working long hours, getting on each other's nerves at times. But it was all worth it. It was all worth it because we got to bring justice and be a voice for Maggie and Paul Murdoch and bring justice for the people of South Carolina. I'd like to start real briefly by thanking our team. First, excuse me, Need to put my glasses on. Our chief prosecutor, I tell you, I, I appointed Creighton Waters to be the chief prosecutor of this case nearly a year and a half ago. And I want to say I'm pretty brilliant because I, I picked the right guy. And I want to say thank you to Creighton Waters. Creighton, you did a fantastic job. I don't think there's another attorney in the state of South Carolina that could have uh, led this Herculean effort. But Creighton will be the first to tell you he didn't do it alone because he had a team of people. I want to first thank Don Zelinka. Uh, who is actually Creighton's boss. He is the deputy attorney general, been in the attorney general's office for over 40 years, sitting here to my immediate left. Don Zelinka. thank you so much. John Metters. many of you got to see him do the closing argument today. Uh, John, thank you. You've, you've, done a, you've been a phenomenal add to our team. I'm gonna go quickly through the names, but uh, as I read the names, please raise your hand. You know Creighton, you saw Don and you see John. David Fernandez, John Conrad, Johnny James, Savannah Gowd, Ozzie yes. Toledo, yes. Shane Aceto, yes. Carly Jewell. Yes. Carson Bernie, yes. Danielle Colon yes. and our victims advocate Trisha Allen. Yes. I Also want to say thank you to the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. Mark Keel uh, assigned some amazing men and women. And when I say it was an agency wide effort on behalf of SLED, I can't underscore that part enough. Every time I called Chief Keel, every time I reached out to the lead agents, every time Creighton was asking me, Hey, general, we need something from SLED. We would reach out to SLED and they were there. They busted their butts. I can't begin to list every agent and some can't be listed for obvious reasons. Some are standing up here tonight. I told them I wasn't gonna uh, mention their names, but we would not be here if it wasn't for sled. And I want to thank Mark Keel and his team and all of the men and women across the entire state law enforcement division for what they did to make uh, tonight a possibility. I also want to thank uh, the FBI and the Secret Service, our federal partners. We had to utilize many of their assets and resources. We couldn't do all the things that we did without our federal partners. We had a lot of local partners. We had the Colleton County Sheriff's Department. Buddy Hill, Sheriff Hill and his team providing the security. They did a phenomenal job and they were there. They were the first responders the night on June 7, 2021, when Maggie and Paul were butchered brutally. They were the first responders, and they were the first ones to be there. Uh, the Charleston uh, County Sheriff's Office, the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office were instrumental in supporting our investigative efforts. You all know Kenny Kenzie, uh, our chief crime uh, scene expert, was with the Orangeburg Sheriff's Office. Uh, I also want to thank the city of Walterboro. I think the mayor is here somewhere and uh, the police department. They provided security. Um, Thank you. This this is this whole community has embraced our entire team and I cannot thank you enough. Um, We've all been away from our families, two hours away from our families for the past two months. And it's this community that made us we would walk into restaurants and people would come up and thank us. You know, you don't have any idea how good that makes people feel when they're under an incredible amount of stress, an incredible amount of uh, scrutiny. And this community really embraced us. I want to thank the Colleton County Clerk of Court, Becky Hill and her entire team and their staff. I don't know. I call her Becky Booth. That's her nickname, but Madam Clerk, wherever you are tonight. Sorry, that's my that's my pet name for. Her. Uh, but I want to thank you, Madam Clerk, for you, the entire team, the bailiffs, the court security, the staff here. Uh, there there was no role that was too small that they weren't willing to do for us. Uh, the security team here, it was a Herculean er- effort by everybody, and I can't I can't thank enough people. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned the bailiffs, uh, but I want to thank them. And there's another group of people who. Uh, You don't know who they are, but that's the jurors and not just the jurors But the alternates the ones who didn't even get to serve to the very end But people who were taken away from their families I want to thank the families of our jurors who sat here every single day for what seemed like long amounts of tedious monotonous Information and evidence sometimes people didn't know what it meant They didn't understand it and they had to sit there and process it and hear it over and over and over again And I wanna thank uh, these nameless jurors uh, whose identities have been protected. They may make their identities available to all of you at some point, but they sat there and they delivered justice tonight. And I wanna thank them for their role in this process. You know, Winston Churchill said, Democracy is the worst form of government except for every other kind. I kind of want to adopt that and say we may have the worst criminal justice system in the world, but it's better than every other kind that there is. And our criminal justice system worked tonight. It gave a voice to Maggie and Paul Murdoch, who were brutally mowed down and murdered on the night of June 7th, 2021 by someone that they loved and someone that they trusted. And they couldn't be here to testify for themselves tonight. Their testimony came through the evidence and the information that was gathered by the men and women of the agencies I just mentioned. It came uh, from the testimony of the agents and the investigators and the and the attorneys and the uh, folks in our staff who were able to get it to the court record. And so I, I want to say tonight, their voice was heard tonight, and justice was brought for them. We can't bring them back, but we can bring them justice. I started off my remarks by saying it is a good day in South Carolina. Yes it is, yes it is. Today's verdict proves that no one, no one, no matter who you are in society, is above the law. Amen,
3: thank you, thank you.
4: A lot of people doubted that this process would work, and hopefully, for those who did doubt the process, hopefully, we have instilled and put a little bit of faith back into you and your lives as you view this process as it unfolds. I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the men and women standing behind me tonight. And there's been a lot of emotion. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I saw firsthand for the last five or six weeks, the countless nights where you were up beyond midnight and you were getting up before dawn, not eating. Was Watching Nancy Grace the other night and I heard her call Creighton Pale and gone <laughs> because Cre- Creighton wasn't eating and sleeping. He really wasn't, folks. I'm, I'm serious. So, you know, we we would have to bring in kind bars and things to eat during breaks. But Creighton, Herculean effort, my friend. And I, I am I am truly honored to have you on our team. Thank you for being a great leader and a great chief prosecutor. And I would like to invite you to come up here and make some remarks for the folks here tonight.
3: Thanks, everybody, and. Uh, <clears throat> Start by thanking this guy who's given me and all these folks behind us uh, opportunities to do justice, which is what we want to do with our careers. Uh, it is uh, very tough and demanding, but it's rewarding for moments like these. Uh, the general stole a lot of my lines, but I also want to thank uh, the jurors for their long and arduous service, and we had no doubt that if we had a chance to present our case in a court of law, that they would see through the one last con that Alec Murdoch was trying to pull, and they did, and we're so grateful for that. I get to, to lead uh, the state grand jury section in the Attorney General's office. This particular case is not a state grand jury case. There are other indictments that are state grand jury, but the one thing about that is is that I have an amazing team, and I wanna be clear, this was a team effort. Y'all saw all of these folks behind me uh, doing amazing work and I can't be prouder of a team in my life. We called this our Super Bowl, and not because of the media attention, but just because of the effort that we knew that we would have to put into this. And we didn't really get to watch much of the Super Bowl that went on because when we arrived, I think it was winter and it feels like spring now. But every single member of this team, every single member of the state grand jury staff, what we do well is work together as a team in complex investigations and who we work with, is my partners at SLED. And I can't thank them enough as well because we're used to working on these complex cases and working uh, together. And I'm not leaving out Sheriff Hill and the Colleton County Sheriff's Office and our federal partners and Orangeburg and Charleston Sheriff's Office and all the other agencies that have worked on this case. I also want to thank Ms. Becky if she's still up there because she's been amazing. Uh, the, cr- the clerk staff has been amazing, the court staff has been amazing. The bailiffs have been amazing. And again, I also want to thank this community who really has embraced us and, and has been so great to us and made us able to survive uh, this process that has been long and arduous. And I haven't been sleeping, I had not been. And I have been eating more than Kyn bars every now and then. But, and I'm sure that's a nice plug for kind. But anyway. Um, it really has been a a great process. We will have sentencing tomorrow. Obviously, we're not going to comment on sentencing because that's still pending. uh, But justice was done today. It doesn't matter who your family is. It doesn't matter how much money you have or people think you have. It doesn't matter what you think, how prominent you are. If you do wrong, if you break the law, if you murder, then justice will be done in South Carolina. And I think South Carolina has shown the nation and the world how a process can work and work well. Thank y'all.
4: And also, I want to thank Creighton. I told Creighton, I said, Creighton, I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna I'm gonna be just a staff attorney. I know I'm your boss. I'm your boss's boss's boss. But I said, I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna help and uh, I said, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow instruction and um, I hope I hope I was true to my word um, this past weekend. I'll say what can I do to help? I said, uh, I'm willing to take a witness if it'll help. He said actually it would. Um, so uh, he, he let an old prosecutor dust off his cleats and get back in the game and and uh, to help the team out. And uh, I got to be the boss of the boss for a while. Yeah, <laughs> don't get used to it. Um, I'm not used to <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, I'm I'm, I'm proud of the decisions that I made in putting the people behind me and to the left and right of me in charge of this case. And I was honored to be part of this team, just another member, just another worker bee in the trenches trying to bring justice to the people of this this state and to bring justice to the people who couldn't be here tonight because they were brutally murdered by someone they trusted. Now, with that being said, I know a lot of people wanna talk to us, a lot of people wanna talk to some of the attorneys and the support staff and the agents, investigators here tonight. Some of you wanna talk to me and others, we're gonna make ourselves available to you. But like Mr. Waters just said, tomorrow there's a sentencing hearing and we don't wanna get out in front of our skis. And plus, I'm starting to feel the rain come down. But I promise you, we're gonna make ourselves available to talk to members of the media, to talk to all of you out there that have questions. We'll answer any questions that we ethically can. We hope you'll continue to be patient with us uh, as, as we finish this process tomorrow uh, again, we're going to go back and get a good night uh, sleep tonight. But again, thank you. I'm going to th- also one last group that we didn't thank, the media. Uh, you, you, you all. I, I know a lot of people in this, you know, polarizing world we live in. A lot of people take shots at the media, but the media was incredibly respectful. Uh, you, you were so good, uh, not just to us, but listen to the families of the victims. Okay, I know this is an awkward situation, but you know, you protected the identities of people and. Uh, you know, you, you protected the process, and I want to thank you for your part in this and telling the stories, um, educating the public on what's going on out there. So now I'm, I'm going to stop speaking as an attorney general, and I'm going to close as a father and as a husband to say that when you go home tonight, hug your loved ones, Amen. hug your spouse, yes. hug your children, because this case reminds us of anything that you just you can't take for granted that people in your family are always going to be there. And right now, when I get home tomorrow, I'm going to hug mine, and I hope you hug yours. But thank you again. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your prayers. You came and prayed for me. I see a lot of people come up and say we're praying for you. We appreciate your prayers. Thank you all so much. And this is going to conclude this press conference. We look forward to talking to all of you tomorrow. Thank you.
3: I'm going to I'm going to thank you Y'all did a good job. God bless you. Thank y'all very much, thank y'all. And thank the media, y'all just did a good job. And you were so good. And I apologize to everybody. <laughs> charging to my
1: heart,
3: charging to
4: my heart.
3: I'd like to be back. Hey. Hey. That's why we buy a good equipment. This yours? Yes, sir. Okay, thank right. you. No, no doubt, no doubt, man. Hey, is this your stand? It, it is. is. Thank you very much. Man. Oh, no, man. That, I'm here for you. That's my motto. Man, I appreciate it. All right. Maybe some news for Easy. We like bulls in China shop. <laughs> I don't know who's rolling, so I'm gonna just be quiet.
0: you
4: know this thing comes in so
0: got Thank you so much for listening this week. I am out with a bad tooth. nothing worse than tooth pain. And I will recommend that you always get your teeth checked every six months because you might end up in a situation like I am with an abscess, which is awful, and nobody likes it. So I'm off to the dentist today to get that taken care of. Hope you guys have had a fantastic week, and I hope you enjoyed the latest on the Murdoch trial, and uh, again... This case is uh, wild and crazy, and we are lucky that uh, we finally got a verdict, and it was pretty quick. I mean, to think that they were murdered in 2021, and we actually have a verdict in 2023, less than a year and a half later, it's pretty impressive. So I will say that the jurors did a great job. Prosecutors did a great job. Clearly, the case was a slam dunk, and this guy belongs exactly where he does. So with that being said, thank you so much for being a listener of Who Killed. And again, if you want to help support the show, you can do so via Venmo with my username at Bill-Huffman-3. Or you guys can always leave a five-star review or not if you don't want to. That's fine, too. I just appreciate you tuning in. So thanks again. And as always, I do drop new episodes every Friday, regardless of my health unfortunately. And uh, that's that. So I hope you guys have a great week. As always, stay healthy and be safe.
2: I want to take a moment to tell you about my podcast, Carol Costello Presents Blind Rage. In 1984, a woman named Phyllis Cottle was abducted in broad daylight, tortured and left to die in a burning car in Akron, Ohio. At the time, I was a rookie reporter covering this horrific story. Since then, I've reported every kind of crime imaginable. I've been able to leave most of them at work, but not this one, the one that buried itself under my skin and stayed put. Phyllis Cottle was a badass woman, and I want to tell you her story. A production of Evergreen Podcasts and signature title of the Killer Podcast Network, you can find Carol Costello Presents Blind Rage wherever you get your podcasts. Discover more great true crime and paranormal programming at killerpodcast.com.
3: I'm an American vigilante.